Hey guys, make sure to go to MyPillow.com slash AlphaVets. Use our promo code AlphaVets. You can get the MyPillow 2.0. Buy one, get one free with the promo code. You can get the six-piece towel set as low as $25. Giza sheets as low as $30 with the promo code. We got the all-season slipper sale for $25. Closeout sale with the promo code. You can also get the my pillow, the my coffee, save up to 50% off. Get a free my pillow go anywhere. And there's a bunch of stuff on here that you should go ahead and check out at mypillow.com. And don't forget to use the you promo. Can also code. go to hopefullyhandmade.com. Hopefullyhandmade.com. If you want some Alphabet's gear, you can find some Alphabet's gear. We got 11 products up right now. We got some shirts, some hoodies, some hats, all high quality, great gear. If you want to rep it, you can find it here at Hope fullyhandmade.com and we just want to thank you here at Alphabest for supporting us and sticking with us through this journey we've been through multiple platforms and we're here on Rumble as of late so you can follow us below on the channel and we will make sure we will do our best to always give you the truth and we will always do it in God's name and always give him the glory for everything we do so we thank you for being a part of Alphabets and let's continue on this journey together What's up, everybody? Good to see everybody here this morning. We got a special guest, Julie Green on. Chris, how are you doing today? I am fabulous. I'm super stoked, sir. Right on, right on. Without further ado, we're just going to bring her on. Julie, how are we today? I am great, and thank you for having me on the show. And first, also, I want to thank you for serving our country. God bless you. Absolutely. For doing that. Thank Absolutely. you. Appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, we, we thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to, to come on here and, and speak with us. We, you know, we, we've followed the prophetic for many years, and we just, we just thank you for doing um, what God has led you to do. And we thank you for being obedient and, and everything along those lines. Mm -hmm. it, it's been an honor. I will tell you, it's been, it's been like a dream the last couple of years of uh, me arguing with the Lord not to be on social media, <laughs> yeah. to get on social media and then see what he did with it. it, it it's pretty um, outstanding what he's doing. Even in the you know dark times and what we're going through, God is putting all of his children together the way he is. It is pretty, um, I, I, I'm just in awe of how he does things for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, before we get started, uh, Chris, you want to open it? So, opus, oh, I can't, words are hard. Words are hard. Words open are hard. Open us <laughs> up with some prayer. Absolutely. <clears throat> <laughs> dear heavenly father uh we just thank you once again for this wonderful opportunity to uh to come together for fellowship and to speak uh and talk about you and to just talk about the things going on in the world today uh father we thank you for bringing uh julie green to to the show with us tonight and we just thank you for uh everything that you are doing and speaking through her and we just ask that you continue to uh place your arms around her and protect her and keep her from harm's way and that you just continue speaking through her to us, Father. And um, Father, we thank you for the protection over my family, over Israel's family, over everybody here in this chat tonight and anybody that sees this video. We just uh, ask, Father, that you uh, continue to also place your arms around them, protect them and keep us from harm's way. Uh, we thank you for this walk, this journey that we have been on with you. Uh, we just thank you for the guidance and the spiritual vision to see the true nature of the things that are taking place in our world. And we just thank you for that constant uh, 
pursuing of all of us, uh, for we know that you just want a relationship with us, Father, and we, we thank you for that love and for that patience with all of us. Uh, we thank you for the protection over the true president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, and uh, we just thank you for that protection and guidance over him and his family, and uh, we just ask that you continue to uh, guide him and protect him and keep him from all the slings and arrows that the enemy sends his way. We thank you for the protection over the good men and women in our government, for we know there are many. There are many that are working behind the scenes to uh, help us take back and restore this great republic. And uh, we just uh, we thank you for giving so many the courage to step up and do the right thing and, and blow the whistle on the things that they have witnessed take place. Uh, and there are many things going on that we know not of. And we just we thank you, Father, because we know that exposure that you are going to expose the enemy and reveal everything that they have been doing behind the scenes. And Father, we just thank you as always for the prophets. We ask you to protect them and to continue speak, speaking through them so that we have the news before the news. And we thank you for this community. And we just ask that you continue to help us uh, grow this community and spread this word all over this country and all over the world, Father. Uh, and we just thank you for that as always. For we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> uh, so, um, <clears throat> Julie, it's it's actually kind of the it's funny the way God works. Um, mm -hmm. Yesterday, when I was creating this stream, you know, I like to title my videos, and I was just like, I don't. I was just trying to think. I was thinking about all the things we've learned over the years, and how it's just kind of all leading up to this climax. And I was like, well. It's, it's a perfect storm, right? So I'll put down the perfect storm. And this morning, uh, we've become friends with Anna Kate over like the past year. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I'll do, I'm going to go look into Anna's stuff and see if she's got any new stuff out. And I just happened to come across a video of you and her. And I, I start playing it and it's the perfect storm. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I go into the perfect storm prophecy from from you and it has pretty much everything that we're like experiencing that is not only on the brink of mm -hmm. that we're starting to see with our eyes and one of them uh just like one spot in this it says massive exposures is massive exposure is about to be told telling what is going to happen in the supposed white house i'm shining my spotlight on who they are how fake they have been who was used to holding them there and who tried to keep the show going biden is about to have a great fall a big time reveal of who he is and how he is where he is exposures like never before i told you watch the laptops more are coming to the surface and will have explosive information which will remove each and every person that is part of this coup against your president and this nation mm -hmm. and also, you see these Hunter Biden laptops and along these lines that have started to pop out and mm -hmm. things going on with Biden. Are you still what is what have you been, you know, feeling, hearing about this season we're going into with some rate on the horizon? Explosive. Uh, he's used the word explosive. He's used the word intense. It's intensifying. Uh, he's used a word that, you know, I just had a word the other day that he, he described it as a volcano about to erupt. Like, you know, when the seismic activity and it's getting more and more and more and the scientists will study it right before a blow of a, of a volcano. 
But God says we're at that point. You may not know exactly when the volcano is going to erupt. You know when it's getting closer. And so he's showing us that we are getting closer. I know a lot of people are getting really frustrated. They're getting really depressed. They're getting down. They're getting worried. They're getting fed up with the fact of seeing all these injustice that's going on, the two-tier justice system, as we're seeing in our country today with you know, the indictments against Trump and you see all these things that are against Biden and nothing's being done. Of course, you had a DOJ on his side. You had the FBI, the CIA and all the stuff that's now on his side. And people are just getting really discouraged. And I've been telling people for a long time, because what the Lord's been telling me, this is a great American revolutionary war. And the reason why I'm saying that is because it is like 1776. It is because we are fighting a superpower that we didn't know existed. I mean, they knew of, of Great Britain at the time. But it looked like all, like everything was against the people who were fighting. There's only 3% of the people in America who were fighting at the time against Great Britain. And it looked like all hope was lost. And it looked like they were going to lose this country and what was of it at that particular point to Great Britain because they were outnumbered, outgunned. And then God showed up. They didn't know how and what was going to happen, but God did. He showed up and we have our country the way we have it today. It, and of course, it's been. Um, they've been trying to systematically change it, but this is another revolutionary war. This is going to change the course of this country and where it was to where God has always intended it to be. And that's why you see the shaking. That's why you see what happened with president Trump. And the reason why, even though we saw all the stuff with the election, you see that he had to step aside. God did that for a reason. He did that to shine the spotlight on all of our enemies to be used to expose all of this stuff and let Trump, first of all, set him aside, let him get closer with God, let him see what God was doing and let all these people become more arrogant because they mm -hmm. were on center stage and they thinking they're getting everything they want. So they're going to trip up more, make more mistakes. And that's exactly what we're seeing. We're seeing now more whistleblowers coming forward, which we pray for the whistleblowers all the time for their protection, for their boldness and for the truth to come out. And God said the truth is coming out like a flood or a tsunami <laughs> or a volcano, whatever you want to use it. But he uses very powerful words when he's talking about that. So it's that was that prophecy was from December 5th of 2021. I know. Right. Yeah, it's it's actually you had a, you had a recent one here about the, the D.C. air. Mm hmm. And and I thought that was really good. I I I plastered that one on Twitter. I was like, check oh this God. out. This is. <laughs> I was like, she, she nailed. I mean, yeah. Um, when you can when you can prophesy about smoke coming along the coast mm -hmm. and clouding DC to show that the, the the sign of the rain is about to come to an end. I mean, that just shows you right there. You know, we've seen. Um, we followed the prophetic for a while. We've, we've heard of uh, cataclysmic events leading into summer politically, socially, and economically. Mm -hmm. This perfect storm is literally pushing straight into summer. And, you know, summer, uh, the light exposes the darkness. So it's, it's, it's very encouraging, yet there's still a lot of people out there that have a tough time with it. Uh, we've talked about, you know, God needed to pull the veil back mm -hmm. and for, all this ex for all this exposure. Um, but in that prophecy, it says uh, supposed, and and I want I just just yeah I just have a question. It says what is going on in the supposed White House? Mm -hmm. 
do you think that do you believe and uh, maybe have you seen um are things not what they seem when it comes to the white house no because no. first of all the white house is the the people's house <laughs> right and you can't have somebody who's in a specific place that doesn't belong in that specific place that's why it's really not the white house because in all honesty it the white house is where the real president resides and so that's why I think, you know, God always says supposed. Um, and then he always calls him the Biden. He doesn't use the name Joe anymore. He hasn't in a long time. Uh, and again, there's a reason for the, the words that he uses. And then he'll even put it in quotations about the administration and things like that. Because again, God knows. He knows exactly right. what happened, even though we don't exactly know how they did it. I mean, we've, we've gotten a little glimpse of it. We haven't gotten it all. Um, but there's going to be a lot of things that are going to be revealed about what is going on in the walls of that actual, um, house in DC. Right. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, there's a lot of weird things, you know, I know, um, when you prophesied, you say the Biden and, you know, we've said the same thing. Like we, we see, we see the little signs and details, mm -hmm. uh, of, what this fake administration is doing time and time again. And it's just like, if, if supposedly it's not, you know, the real Biden, cause let's be honest, a lot of these people don't even look the same. This, this, this has to have like massive, massive shocking mm -hmm. to the public. If this is revealed and how, how I feel like God has a fail safe in place. Yeah. For for that to be released, I just I'm I'm still trying to get my head wrapped around how that can be exposed without having this country go down with a bunch of trust issues. That's the reason. Okay, so the Lord had given me another prophetic word, and He says some of the things have had to go on as slow as they have. It seems like so a war wouldn't break out. Okay, mm -hmm. and when it came to even the Biden, um. There was an actual general. I don't know who it was. I didn't ask. I was on a show. Uh, and they said that he actually uh, shared out that prophetic word on something that he did to prove that there was a person that's wearing a mask. In one of the videos where, you know, Biden is itching his neck and then it kind of all like yep. mm -hmm. crinkles up. I found another video. Actually, he was... Um, in the face of one of the Fox news reporters. I can't remember exactly who it was. And his, it was like that all crinkly. It doesn't look, it's not normal skin. And you can right. obviously see that. And then from the real one, he had blue eyes and there's sometimes you can see this person. He's got Brown. The Lord showed mm -hmm. me that there's a lot of times where he's got Brown eyes and that, that one who has Brown eyes actually has more. They use him for more like political speeches where mm -hmm. he sounds more like he doesn't make mistakes. You know how they did with right. um, the, when they're in the uh, doing wh whatever that's called in State front of the union. Thank you. I'm having like a <laughs> brain fart uh, and he's in the state of the union and he's very not making mistakes. He's, you know, he's like on point. Yep. Well, you know, this person can't even be on point for a two second speech. You know um, he's constantly fumbling and bumbling. And then there's another prophetic word that the Lord said was getting closer to his great fall, which was he was actually going to fall on live TV, which we saw him do that at the Naval Academy during that um, speech he was just had given and he fell down on the platform. 
I think he used the excuse of a sandbag or something, which mm, yep. there wasn't anything there. <laughs> he did. And then when he came home from that, he actually hit his head on Marine One. Um, well, I missed that. And, yeah. Yeah. Getting out, getting out, he hit his head. <laughs> the same day. So again, you have, you can see somebody who's really strong and doesn't make mistakes. And then you have the other one that can't seem to carry a conversation or even seen lately, God even talked about that, that they would actually have on the news media that he is cognitively, his function was going to be in question. His cognitive function was going to be in question. You have people all over the world now that are questioning his cognitive function. And even people in this country, in these new media, I did a prophetic prophecy fulfill video a long time ago about that. They're questioning his cognitive ability and function. The closer mm -hmm. these things are getting, the more prophecies are being fulfilled like this. God is saying, hey, pay attention. You know, in other words, stuff's going to hit the fan. Right. You know, real soon. Mm -hmm. And so we need to be, be on our guard to be paying attention to, you know, things are not normal right now, even though <laughs> they may, for some people, appear that way. I don't know how it doesn't appear. I mean, but people, it, oh, this is nothing. These are just conspiracies. Like, no, why do you think they work so closely with Hollywood? They can pull right. certain things off. Right. Oh, yeah. Hollywood. Go ahead. Absolutely. The, the hardest thing through all this is we tell everybody on the show, the world wants you to not believe what your eyes see. They only want you to believe what you're told. And like, and that's where people have a hard time because uh, in order to believe what your eyes see, you got to step outside of the group think where everybody wants to act like everything is normal. Like, you know, everybody's running one direction and a bunch of us are running the opposite direction who can see <laughs> what this is. And when you bring that up to them, that there, there are easy things to point out since this guy crawled out of his basement way back in 2020, that there was just something, I mean, even in the debates, there were things when he was debating Trump that you're like, this is just not normal. There's nothing normal about any of it. And that's why I know there are things going on that we can't even fathom right now. And, um, like I'm with is I've always wondered like how what's going how do we contain the reaction when people find out the truth like how do we stop them from like you know going crazy I don't know but right. I think that's why like you said this has had to go on for so long because if it didn't then there would have been a lot of people who wouldn't understand what needed to happen and i you know and i i truly believe the more it goes on that god is 100 percent in control we said it on our show last night it looks like everything is out of control but we know that god is in control <laughs> amen and again things are are slowly coming out because when people hear about this i'm like okay we find out about the fbi that helped uh steal election you saw the cia was also involved with the 51 people who signed this um, this letter or affidavit, or whatever it was, and that you know supposedly this whole thing was with what Hunter was disinformation, Russian disinformation. And we found out that now is a lie. When you find out what's going on with them buying and and, and buying basically Biden off and Hunter and with Burisma, and now you're finding out all the stuff that's going on in Ukraine, the stuff that's getting in Ukraine, and what makes me mad is our country is giving billions of dollars. What's going on between Russia and Ukraine is not really truly what's going on between Russia and Ukraine. Agreed. And the Lord's also called that out. And that's something that there's things in that country that our country is hiding 
because there's stuff that could get not only Biden in trouble, but Obama. So there's a prophetic word that God said, this was all connected to him as well. He is the mastermind. He is still, that's why he's in DC right now. And he never left. Every other president in the United States history, they've all left. He has not left. And the reason why he hasn't left is because he has his shadow government. And we know mm -hmm. God even said he was going to show the earpiece that he uses uh, with Biden. And so he's the one who gives him this, the things to say and the talking points and things like that. It's not just a speech writer. This is actually coming from Obama. And so people would not be able to handle this if everything came out at one time and they, they would not, um, God's protecting his people right. and by letting it being slow walked, basically, as you would say, I mean, you could say is it's helping more people wake up to the truth. We see with these indictments, we have a two tier justice system. It's blatantly obvious to a lot of people, including some people on the left who didn't even see it before. Mm -hmm. Now they're seeing it. And so these indictments, they're going to come to nothing. Like God said, um, just like the one happened in New York, it's coming to nothing. And now Alvin Bragg is in trouble for connections he has. So it's being slow walked and right. being taken a lot more time than we wanted uh, because God is wanting people to wake up first so they don't panic and uh, freak out. Right. Yeah. And we can, we can see that. I mean, it'd be, it'd be way too much. It'd be way too much right off the bat. You know, and a lot of people when Trump uh, first came in, they thought they were going to go Jehu on everybody. And uh, he, he didn't. And if he did, like it would have been chaos. We would have had civil war. It'd have been nuts. And like you said, God, God had to remove Trump for a season for, for a moment in time. Also, because if, if Trump won, I mean, we know he won, but if he got in in 2020, he would have been regarded as the man. And now this way, God gets the glory for everything, mm -hmm. and it's gonna—it's got to get to that point where everybody's backed to backed up to the Red Sea, and then and then that's when God likes to show off and, yep. and, and impress everybody. So we we understand that right now. And there is um, you know, we followed like Kim Clement for for like over a decade and stuff like that. He did have one where he talked about uh, uh, the two presidents, a time of two presidents. And he said, the people will say, and now there's another president. What do we do? And God says, fear not for I've, you know, this is, this is all part of the plan. I know in one of your prophecies, you said there will be, there'll be uh, a report of, there'll be different reports that people can take. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like curious if there's going to be full transparency, like regarding, are they just once, whenever that time is, are they still going to fight for the presidency, even though it comes out that Trump is the true president? Uh, you know, like it's I tough. Think they will probably look at with Pharaoh. He still fought to the end. Right. He fought until he was ultimately destroyed. Do I think they'll give up? No, no. Do I think it's going to fall? They're going to fall flat on their face. Yeah. Yep, I do. And the more they, and God even uses this as an example several different times with me, with the Red Sea. And, you know, I, I'm the Exodus preacher. I, I say it all the time. I talk about Exodus a lot because he keeps bringing me back to it. He has for 13 years now. But when Pharaoh was arrogantly uh, pursuing God's people, even after they left Egypt, that was set, a, a trap was set for him. He couldn't see. 
he couldn't see. He really thought the Red Sea was parted for him and it was actually parted for the, the children of Israel. And so he walked right into that trap along with everybody with him. I believe that God is right now bringing them right into a trap, the trap and they will all be destroyed. Now, what that destruction is, their indictments, uh, arrests, mm -hmm. you know, but God said he was removing them all. And he says, I'm not leaving anybody out. Right. How he does it? I don't know. It's not I'm excited know. <laughs> Right, right. For sure. But things are going to change. I tell people this a lot lately. There is coming a time where it's going to look worse before mm -hmm. it gets better. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, just this morning, Egypt, I find it funny, it's Egypt. Egypt announced that they're they're ditching the U.S. dollar as of like eight oh. in the morning. Mm. And uh, they're now going to be doing their trading in local currencies with Russia, India, and China. And it's just another stepping stone. I know they had this whole debt ceiling thing and everyone's like, oh, we don't, you know, unlimited spending or, or whatever they want to claim it to be for two years. But at the same time, they don't understand that all these countries are dropping the U.S. dollar, which could very well, um, I, again, we don't like do this, say this stuff to put fear into anybody. It's just like, you know, uh, like warning people of what may, it may look like, you know, with a U.S. dollar collapse or um, mm -hmm. the, the economy tanking, whether, because I mean, I, we know that both sides, we, we believe that both sides want this thing to go. Um, like the left, they want their great reset. We understand that they want to tank the economy. And we know that God has a reset of his own in mind and of biblical proportions. And so no matter what, uh, is that something you've seen that this economy is coming down no matter what? Oh yeah. I actually just did a video on it this morning. I did a live show. Um, the Lord, it was called, you know, what to do in, uh, during, the biblical economic reset. And okay. so God has been giving me many different prophetic words regarding the economy. There's actually been, I don't even know how many now there, there's a lot. I probably gave people about six this morning, what he was saying. He was warning about, and I also gave him uh, scriptures on what God did during uh, times of famine and times of shortages and times of e economy collapsing in the Bible, it doesn't say economy, but we know that's what it was and what God did, how he warned through the prophets, how he told his children, what he, what he had them to do. And so I was telling everybody, God is saying he's bringing down this Babylonian system is what he calls it. It's a godless system. It's a system without him, this global currency, the global uh, economic system. He's saying, I am bringing my own in. He calls it a biblical reset, an economic biblical reset. And he said to me a long time ago, he gave me a prophetic word. He's bringing us back to the gold standard in That's this right. country of the United States. And one of the things that so struck out at me was the scripture when he gave me that prophetic word of Haggai. When he talked about Haggai chapter two, and he said, the gold is the silver and the gold are mine. They're, they're both his. Mm -hmm. And so he said, I'm going to shake the nations and shake the desires of all nations and they will come in. And then he says the gold and silver are mine. And so he's shaking the nations. How do you shake the nations more than any other thing that would get the world's attention? You would shake it economically. 
Mm-hmm. But God always talks about the land of Goshen. He always talks about protecting his people. He did mention a lock in, not a lock down. And that lock in was like what happened with Egypt, with the angel of death and with Goshen, how he locked his children in to save them, protect them from what was coming. Hmm. God is, is our protector. He's our advocate. He's our avenger. He's our standby. He's our everything. And so I tell everybody, because everyone's like, what should I do financially? What should I do? Okay, first of all, I'm not going to tell you to do anything. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not a financial you know, person. But I, I have bought gold and silver myself. Yep. And because I believe in gold and silver, it's, exactly. if it's God's, I believe in that more than anything right now. Scriptural. So, <laughs> yeah. So I have that. Um, but I will, will say that things economically, yeah. And why this is a perfect storm, he gave it to me this, this morning. He's saying, okay, if you have right now a political shakeup, you have an economic shakeup, you have food shortages, you have, you know, you think about all these diseases, you have the inflation, you have the stuff that's going on, you know, of course, with President Trump and, and Biden, you have all these things going on. It is literally an act of war. It is to get people in fear. You have the disinformation. So people are confused. They don't know what they believe. You have all these things going on around the world. They don't know what to do and how to do it. So basically, he showed me this in 2 Kings chapter 7, what happened with Samaria, between Samaria and Syria. And they, they blocked them in. And they got desperate because they didn't have any food. They didn't have any water. They didn't have anything. And the Satan and his kingdom and his people always do this to get God's people to submit to somebody else's power, mm-hmm. to take God out of it and submit to the enemy's power. And why I tell people all the time is hold the line. You got to look to God. You got to trust him. This is war. We're on the front lines right now. And sometimes in battle and war, it can get tough toward the end. And it's that part where you don't want to give up. You know, but you feel like you have to, or you feel like you're going to lose because you're outnumbered, outgunned. And I tell people to hold the line because we're in the army of the Lord and there's more with us than there is with the enemy. That's right. And we're on the winning side. We Amen. are. We are on the winning side. Amen. We are. We are. And, um, oh, shoot. You know, um, um go did ahead, you Chris. see, was it yesterday? I believe it was the president of Uganda is urging all of the nations in Africa to ditch the U.S. dollar as well. They, I mean, he's been open about that, saying yeah. we need to, he's trying to get them to ditch the U.S. dollar and they trade in, with their own currencies, which they also want to be backed by gold and silver. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, how many nations are we at now with Israel, with Egypt? That's over 40 uh, countries lot. around the world that have said we're no longer going to use the U.S. dollar. They and um, <laughs> right, yeah. they see what's coming. And, you know, we talk about this on the show all the time. The U.S. dollar has literally enslaved the entire world. Mm -hmm. And that's why that's why I know it has to come down. That's why I know God is going to bring it all the way down, because Mm -hmm. it's been used to conquer and overthrow countries and everything else. And um, golden to me, gold and silver is the only way out of this. It's the only you know, you can't print. You can't make money if you don't have the gold to back it with. And uh I look forward to it. We're we're heavy. 
pink yeah, gold and silver so on this show. Nixon, when he took that out, I don't know if that was him or if it was the globalists at that particular point because we've been infiltrated in this country for a very yeah, long time. A long time. This goes beyond like the last few years that people actually noticed it. I mean, we've oh, had yeah. stolen elections way more than just the last two. I mean, this has been going on for quite a while. Guys, it over 100 years. And so mm -hmm. I think they really uh, started infiltrating our country right away because, I mean, obviously what happened even with George Washington, when he prayed for this country to, you know, to serve God, you know, the enemy was right there and wanted to stop it since the beginning and the birth of this country. But with all this stuff going on, this is globally, the globalists want the dollar to come down. And the right. reason why I'm saying that is, is because they want their global currency. They want the entire world to submit to what they have. And right now they don't, I mean, they have control, but they don't have the full control that they desire. And that's why, like even social media platforms, they don't like people like us. That's why I've been kicked off of YouTube five times. And I'm sure you guys probably had some fun with <laughs> yeah. YouTube as well. Um, <clears throat> Because they can't control, they can control the narrative that, that comes out of NBC or ABC or whatever. So there are certain things they can't control. I know they've gone after digital currency. They can't control it like they can control Wall Street. Wall Street is a cesspool. And I know it's probably not the right wording, but it's a cesspool of crap. Um, they are paid and bought by the, the globalists and the deep state establishment in this country. And so they can sit there and kind of play with the economy how they want. Mm -hmm, and the reason right. why they do that is because if you invest your money, they can like flip a switch and all of a sudden it comes down, you lose, but they win. And so that's <laughs> yeah, why you've had so much insider trading with people like Nancy Pelosi and other people in the government because they know when it's going to happen. They know what to invest in. They know what's going to spike. They know what's going to come down. They're not stupid. That's why making a hundred and what 70 some thousand dollars a year in government you come out multi-millionaires it yep, doesn't work that way mm -hmm. and you got book deals too but it's a lot of these lobbying I... and it's uh insider trading and things like that so there is a lot of darkness um in the establishment the first time i was in washington i could not believe uh it was april of last year i've never been there before in my life i mm -hmm. flew in there to go somewhere in Pennsylvania. I flew into Ronald Reagan, uh, Reagan Nas National Airport. I could not believe it. <laughs> it's gross, I isn't it? could not get out of my car when we drove through the Capitol at first. Um, spiritually, I was like, it was bad. I don't even know how to describe it. I could barely breathe. I was, I had to pray. Um, we went the next day to walk around, but it was, you could feel the darkness there. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's undescribable. Well, mm -hmm. well, I mean, they, um, they, there was a reconstruction of the entrance to the Temple of Baal in DC. <laughs> There's one, in, there was one in New York. And we talked about this probably over a year ago, you know, in New York City, the first state to legalize abortion at nine months just so happened to have an entrance, a replica of the entrance to the Temple of Baal within the city. So, yeah, it, the energy, you can go a couple of places around this country and feel that negative mm -hmm. in energy. I was telling Niz, I went to Asheville, North Carolina, and 
there's something about that place. It's just, hmm. I've been Love to it. a couple <clears throat> capitals, at least one for sure, in a certain state, and I could barely walk up the stairs. Um, I got down on my knees and I had to start praying before I could even walk into the entrance. It was something very similar um, that I felt in DC. It, it, you could, I could sense what they do to children and what they, the evil. It, it was something I was very shocked, uh, especially with the state. I, I was, I was shocked about mm -hmm. how I felt in that capital, for sure. Yeah, that's how I felt the last two times I've gone to DC. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's not a good place. It's there's a lot of there's so much you can you can feel it like you said, um, and that needs to be cleansed obviously. God says but, it's their um, capital. He does not call it his. He even said he never wanted it there. Is it being moved? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I mean, we've discussed it, but like we could never really find like you know you can't really find yep. sauce on it or anything like that. But he says he's moving it, and one of the things that he did say there would be destruction of that NDC, all of it. But he said the one thing that would be left was the Lincoln Memorial. Hmm. Interesting. And when I was in other things in that area, the Lincoln Memorial did not have the same feel. And this was after he gave me that prophetic word. And I was at the Lincoln Memorial and I, it didn't have the same feeling, but it also didn't have the same um, symbolisms that other monuments did. Other monuments had satanic symbols um, mm -hmm. and just evil, evil things that are, I, I, I was shocked, actually. Um, and Abraham Lincoln didn't. And I was like, OK. And I'm kind of looking around and I just had a piece. And I said, OK, now I know why you're leaving this up. And he said, I'm honoring my son. That's what he said. He's like, I'm honoring my son. Love and that. what he did. So, I love that. Yeah. And so that's really good. Is DC moving? The capital is moving. DC will, and I tell people it prophetically, I don't know how God's going to do it, but he, in a prophecy, he said one night you'd go to bed and it'd be one way. And the next day you'd wake up and it'd be another. Mm. That's dramatic. You know, that is, that's, you know, that's what's, good. what's crazy is Lincoln was the last, was the last time a certain political party tried to overthrow the government of America it was President Lincoln, right? He's the last one that had to use the military to save the Republic. So it's kind of crazy that we're in kind of the same circumstances now and mm -hmm. that God said that he's going to protect him, his that's son. That's good. I didn't think about that. Yeah, he's yeah. the one that suspended habeas corpus. Yeah. And he had to suspend the laws. And we know that certain laws are about to be pre-lifted so certain events can transpire. Yeah. So there's a lot of similarities. You know, and I've, I've gotten so much pushback because God has talked a lot about military mm -hmm. and uh, things are happening militarily and behind the scenes when we can't see it. And one of the things he said was a sign of that was there'd be more military in the sky, which we've seen more of that. But he also said he was grounding planes. Well, I think it was the beginning of this year. Planes got grounded at least three or four times. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and it hadn't happened since 9-11. Correct. And, uh, and I tell people, listen. If God is saying it, it's not conspiracy. Mm -hmm. God is saying it. You're also seeing it come to pass. It's not conspiracy. There has been, and you would say like in, 
uh, not in fighting in the military, but there has been some bad in the Pentagon with certain people that Obama put in there and um, that were doing things for another country. And I said that very, it's hard for me when I hear about certain generals because he's had me mention a couple of them. I don't like that because I love the military. I mean, I come from a military family. Uh, my grandfather was, my brother was, and I, I respect the military, but there has been people in there that helped with that, the Correct. coup yeah. upon this nation, because they're supposed to help with foreign and domestic, not just foreign enemies, domestic. And um, he said he was cleansing the Pentagon because there was a lot of, um, I don't remember exactly what he called them, but it wasn't good. And he was going to remove uh, some five-star generals or generals, and he was going to take their um, all their medals from them mm. and show who they really were and what they've done for this country, again, against this country. Right. I know who one of them is. <laughs> I know a couple of them. It was, hard. Couple. It was hard for me. Um, I, I was like, Lord, do you want me to say, do you want me to say this? It, I'm it, sure you got a lot of pushback on that one, huh? Maybe. I've gotten on a couple of them. I, just because people don't think that, that, you know, oh, this is just a conspiracy. The military right. is really involved. You know, something would have happened during the inauguration. And that's why I tell everybody there was a silent two minutes. Remember they really thought people were coming for them. And we couldn't have had that happen. Then I, w I watched it only for that reason. I was expecting like Trump to turn the plane around and come back. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the military to come. Uh, but that's not how God wanted it because well, that's he said, I'm I'm stopping the war because because what the reason why it had to happen is because if we it had to have happened that way, we would have had a civil war and people would have died. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And, and we we know that uh, just like you said, with like Inauguration Day there, I mean, there was a lot of things that happened that day. I mean, the general said on live TV that they were there for a peaceful transition to military power. Really? And so, yeah, I can show you the video. I didn't know that. The, the mm -hmm. general that was there, he said, all, all the Guard members are here from all 50 states. And the only person that can authorize that is the President of the United States. And at that time, it was Donald J. Trump. It was Donald Trump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. he said there we were here to- There were a couple things about that that was very odd that went on that day. <laughs> well, oh, the whole that, inauguration it was, was, it was- It was sunny out. They It was all pre-recorded. Yeah. It was- Everything yeah. was off. Because I know somebody who was actually in that area and who lived in that area. That was not a sunny day. No, mm -mm. it wasn't. It's was all pre-recorded. It was like actually cloudy and rainy that day. Yep. So with uh, what you've said in your prophecies, this there's so much fake to everything mm -hmm. they're doing. God says we're watching like, a movie. He literally <laughs> called it the movie. And he said, you're about to watch the credit scene. Well, we know a credit scene is at the end. Mm-hmm. And not only you see a credit scene, but what is a credit scene? It names every person that was involved in that movie. And so he says he's naming every person. He also taught another prophecy that's coming to pass right now, his old Epstein and mm -hmm. sex trafficking, because this has a lot to do with what's going on in our country right now. Um, and 
what Trump was trying to do, President Trump was trying to do when he was in office is to stop certain things that are going on. And this was not just Epstein Island. This was a worldwide thing that's been going on in other countries that's also been paying other countries. It's, it's, it's been a very, very evil web that they've weaved in many different things. Right. The whole Absolutely. Afghan thing, <clears throat> Afghanistan, yeah. how we pulled out of there. We left billions of dollars in equipment. We left them cash. Again, that was a payment. They were paid off to do mm -hmm. something. Uh, probably keep some of Biden's secrets or something. Who knows? But God said all of that's coming out. He said another Benghazi type of incident. Well, um, they'll try to take place again. We know what happened with Benghazi. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, there's a lot that's going to take place in a very short period of time. It's going to start ramping up. Right. And and we understand, like, if we just uh, just backtrack a little bit to, like, like the economic side, just real quick. Mm -hmm. And and we know that, like, what we've heard through prophecy of cataclysmic events all leading into summer, all these things happening at the same time now that the country is prepared for the majority anyway, of what's about to happen. Um, but you have in July, you have the so-called, the you know, the deep states little plan for their Fed program for their digital currencies. And they want to implement that in July. So if they're planning to implement that in July, something is going to be happening either around the same time or before. And we had we had Bo Polney on the other day, and we lined up prophecy perfectly with one of his timelines that leads to the end of June and in July. And it's 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 it everything looks that it is right here in front of our faces about to explode. Yeah, and I tell people because people ask me when I said I don't know, I don't give dates, but I will tell you it's close. Mm -hmm. And uh, even when if we think it'll happen then. Don't be surprised if the enemy tries changing it. So it right. confuses people. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't be surprised if something did happen in soon. Um, yeah. For sure. Mm -hmm. Because of what the Lord has been saying. Yeah. And how everything is lining up. And something that my team member said that was very profound because I can't watch other prophets. And none of us watch each other. I mean, mm -hmm. we don't even, I, I only know a couple. Um, I've, I've not even met some of them. But apparently we're all saying the same thing and that's never happened to this degree like it is now, almost on the same days or within a day or two of each other. And the reason why, and, and when they told me that, they said, the reason why I'm saying that Julie to you is because this has never happened. This is something, it just, something's happening. If all of you are right now, are saying the exact same things, almost verbatim at times, and you guys don't watch each other. You guys can't know what the other one is saying. This is confirmation after confirmation. Things are intensifying and heating up. And we're, I'm telling you, we're about at that end. That's why, because right. even God said, um, our warnings are about to run out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Thank you. I've had enough warnings, please. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So, yeah. But it's taken so long because you have the body of Christ that, weren't listening and we're paying attention. You have still that some who fight against prophets. You have some that don't believe anything's going on. You have also some that vote for the other side. Um, so again, catastrophic things 
God said judgments, biblical proportions. If you know the biblical portions, that's bad and that's big. Um, shakings get people's attention. And so who have not been awakened will soon be awakened for right. sure. And then we'll know, and not only all of this is happening to reset everything or to cleanse everything, because he said, this is like the days of Noah. Mm -hmm. But did you say that was a global reset too? Because <laughs> it was. Um, at that particular time, it was a global reset, um, but it was a cleansing. There was a cleansing that happened. So at the same time you see evil come down, there's a cleansing that goes on. And God always warns and he always protects his people. But he says, we are running out of those. And that means. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Lost her. Uh oh, yeah. Spaghetti-O. Oh no. That was quick. Normally it gives you a warning before it goes. Yeah. That's weird. Not today, Satan. No. <clears throat> oh, here she comes. She's back. All right. What happened? It I is just like froze. It just froze. Mm -hmm. You're about to say something very important, apparently. They uh, they've done this many times before. I have uh, very good internet. You know, I have like um, yeah. fiber optic yeah. internet, mm -hmm. and oh. so it never ever goes down. All of a sudden, when I am saying things like this, and it's very very important, it doesn't surprise me when it does. I'm just like, just give up already. <laughs> like we're gonna say it anyway when it comes back. Yeah, gonna say it eventually. Right. It happens to us oh. all the time too. The weirdest things will happen yeah. on this. We're show. hardwired. Oh. We got it's yeah. Hey, what happened the phone call with Trump when he was on with uh, right the pastors for Trump? They're they're doing that again today, right? Yes. Are they really? Gen General Flynn posted it. I didn't yeah, know they're, that. Yeah, they're doing it. I believe at six p.m. tonight, Central Time. Huh. Um, That's awesome. Hopefully, it, hopefully it works a lot better than last time. But um, I like how you said that uh, people weren't listening. And it, it reminds me of something in First Kings when Elijah tells a servant to go check for rain. And he's like, it's not there. And he's like, go check again. Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's doing it because he can't release the abundance of rain until someone sees what he sees, what he's seen. And it, it's like a perfect example of the prophetic is, you know, you know, Kim always said something is like prophetic words are meant to come to pass, but it's also up to the people to receive it. Yep. And they will not come to pass if you do not receive. If you don't receive, it ain't going to happen. Mm -hmm. And that's something to think people have a hard time putting in their head. They're like, they think that it's almost like an intel brief and that's it of here, this is going to happen. Do nothing about it. Sit there and wait. And that's not mm -hmm. the case at all. But the, now that the body is praying you're starting to see things ramp up and you're starting to see it come to fruition and now that abundance of rain can be released i i will say to add on to that so people wanted this sooner people thought it was going to happen sooner prophetically it even seemed like it was going to happen sooner like even mm -hmm. last year and i said something because the lord gave it to me prophetically that god's people can cause delays mm -hmm. Well, oh my goodness. People got on me about it. I was like, look, that's what he said. And first of all, you can see that in the Bible. When the children of Israel left Egypt, 
they were supposed to cross the Red Sea. They were supposed to walk for like 11 or 12 days or whatever it was to get to the promised land, the land of Canaan and walk right in. That was what God wanted. They disobeyed God, did not listen to Joshua and Caleb when the Joshua and Caleb said we're more than able. They ignored them, got into fear and said, we're going to die in the wilderness. Well, those people did die in the wilderness. They never saw the promised land. And then you had the 40, 40 years until they mm -hmm. got into Canaan when they were supposed to get in in 11 days. So God's people can do that. And it says in God's word that they limited the Holy One of Israel because of their what murmuring, groaning, and complaining. <laughs> so what I tell people all the time, stop complaining about what's going on. If we complain, or complain, we remain in that situation. Just like the children of Israel, they complained and they remained in the desert. Let's not remain in the desert. You know, let's not be in the wilderness. Like, you know, let's go to the promised land. Let's take our country back. Let's take our freedoms back. We need to be like, God even said a prophetic word. Where are my Joshua's and Caleb's? Where are my David's? Where are my Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego's? Where are my children who will stand boldly against adversity and believe and trust in me and what I'm saying that I will do, that I will actually do it and hold fast to that and move forward. Like David ran toward when everybody else ran away. So we need people, and God calls President Trump as David. He has for mm -hmm. a long time. Absolutely. Because he's he's like a bull. He will not back off. He will not back down. God needs more Christians that won't back off and won't back down no matter how much adversity they get and just keep their focus on God. And that's what God is saying is what we need to do right now. Absolutely. And that's, Absolutely. That's, that's one of the biggest <clears throat> things is uh, uh, people, you know, it, even in their daily lives, they think that God is, you know, waiting necessarily for us. I mean, he, he is, or we're waiting on God. But God is like, I've already given you, I've given you authority for everything. Yeah. The only thing that's blocking you is you. And that's what's been blocking it is that the body, the church, hasn't been um, fully obedient to what is here. You know, we've fallen asleep. We've gotten lazy. And it's time to change that. Go back to apostolic Christianity, things that the basics. People need the basics back in their life instead of religion. Uh, religion has just, it's, it's caused so much chaos. And I mean, there's 4,200 religions out there in the world that should tell you enough right there that that's, that's the author of confusion. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, mm, you know, so and good. what you're saying that is there are people, it takes, you know, cataclysmic or it takes chaos or destruction to get people to get on their knees and to humble themselves under the mighty hand of God. And it says we're supposed to do that in first Peter chapter five and verse six. And seven, and we're supposed to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us. A lot of the church has not done that. They've done their own thing. And religion, you got to think the religious people, even when Jesus was on this earth, they, he was right there in front of them and they didn't see mm -hmm. because religion blinded their eyes to the truth of who Jesus really was. Mm -hmm. Religion is blinding the eyes of people of truth and what is really, truly going on even though it's right in front of their face. Like you said, there are people you could, they could see it, but they don't see it. And that's like, even with, with Elijah and Gehazi, I, when they were surrounded by the military, by an army. And, uh, Elijah says to God, 
open his eyes. Well, his eyes were already open. He saw, he came and told Elijah, hey, there's an army against us. We're surrounded. And Elijah says, well, there's more of us than there is of them. He's like, what? You know, there's just mm -hmm. two of us. What are you talking about? It was a, his spiritual eyes were open. Then he saw the chariots of fire and there was more in number of the chariots with the angels than there was of the enemy. And so that's what has to happen in the body of Christ. They have to awaken to the fact spiritually of, hey, there is something that's going on that we don't see. Because God says several times in these several different prophetic words, things are not how they appear to be. Right. He talks about religion. He talks about legalism. He warns people about these doctrination and people being indoctrinated. He warns about the version of him that they give out, which is a completely false version of who God really is. And that's why he said, I am going to show the world who I really am. The world should already know who he really is. He's the God mm -hmm. of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He doesn't change. Right. But religion makes him change to mm -hmm. their beliefs. And so this is another thing he told me. He said, I am going to show the world, the evil ones, who I really am. I'm going to avenge my people and show them that I'm still the same God. Just like he did with Pharaoh. But then on the other hand, I'm also showing my people, my body. I'm going to show them that I am still the same God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I still am the great I am who got the people, his people out of a land of slavery in a day. He said, I am that God. And he's like, I can do, I can he's even said, he can do anything in a day. All it takes is one day and one day is all I need. It's what he said. And people ask me, what day is that? I don't know. No one knows the day of the hour. <laughs> Never gonna, why would you, why would like a person like me, if God says, Hey, it's going to happen on September 14th. Okay. Right. Well, then enemy would know what to do. Okay. On September 14th, we've got to do this and this and this and this. And you're, you would it's prepare the enemy. I mean, it's an act of war. You can't, when you're in war with somebody, you're not going to give them like Biden. Okay. We're going to leave, you know, Afghanistan on this day. Duh. Well, then the enemy <laughs> took over Af that place of Afghanistan that we had. So you don't give your enemy the strategy. <laughs> Absolutely. Don't. No, but God, don't. and I tell people it's, but God, there's a hand of justice. He is a God of justice, even though we've seen judges fall short on justice lately, and they have not been holding up our constitution, but the constitution was, I know, inspired by God almighty. That's right. That's right. hundred percent. Mm -hmm. And God is going to uphold it. They saw, I believe the people who wrote that constitution, they saw and they knew they were inspired to write it the way God gave it to them. They wrote down exactly what God said, because God knew the end from the beginning. And he knew exactly what we were going to be dealing with today with all the tyrannical government was going on. In the DOJ What's going on in the, the, the three letter agencies What's going on in the news. He saw all that. He saw it was going to be try to be ripped to shreds. But God has something in place that the enemy will never see. That's right. No. Nope. Amen. God, God's been involved with this nation from its inception, right? He was there from the beginning. Um, you know, we talk about this on the show. Did you know, like, 
where the Twin Towers were is the spot where we made our covenant to God, where George Washington and all of Congress, there's a chapel right there, St. Paul's oh, yeah. Chapel. Right. Yeah. And not a lot. I didn't know that. I didn't know that until, yeah. you know, a couple of years ago that that is which makes sense. Why the worst attack to ever happen in our country was at the very okay. spot that we made. That that was another warning from God that, hey, your hedge of protection because you're turning away from me is is faltering. And uh, instead of waking up, we did what the Israelites did when when um, when uh, what was his name? Ben Haddad attacked Israel and mm -hmm. uh, th they rose in defiance instead of turning back to God. We did the same exact thing, the same mm -hmm. thing. That and, church uh, still stands today. Yep, <laughs> Everything it else was, was destroyed around it. But that yep. church unscathed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this is definitely biblical times we were in. The, the All the signs have been there. It's just, uh, you know, we say all the time too, that God talks to us every day. He does. Absolutely. But so many don't take the time to listen. We don't listen. We, we're distracted by the world. And I think you you get up every morning, right, in quiet so you can block everything out and hear his voice. And I think uh, um, a lot of people need to do that. Like when yeah. I've had, I tell everybody, I, I wake up in the middle of the morning sometimes, like early, and they're like, well, maybe it's because God needs you to, this is the time he wants you to take for him. So I do. I just get up and start reading my Bible. Yep. You know, it's that, it's that fourth watch. It's in the middle of the night. You know, it's that mm -hmm. right before the dawn. And I, you know, he had me get up at three o'clock in the morning um, to do these videos first thing in the morning. And that's because mm -hmm. people need to start out their day, you know, because when he told me to do five days a week, I said, what am I supposed to say for five days? <laughs> and he's like, I will give you what to say for every day. And I said, okay. And that's how I've always prayed. God, what do you want me to say for this very day in this very hour? God always has something to say. Right. And that's why, you know, when people have gotten on my case, because, well, God wouldn't prophesy this much. He hasn't prophesied definitely to women. You know, I said, okay, first of all, why would not God talk every day if the enemy can talk every day? First mm -hmm. and foremost. Secondly, God will choose who is willing to obey. Mm-hmm. And so Absolutely. he doesn't look at if you're a male or female. <laughs> he's, he's, he's only cares if you're willing and obedient. And so again, religion and, and legalism. But God is speaking to us every day. And I know even on 9-11, God spoke to all those people. Some people listened. I actually know who somebody who did not go into work that day um, in a building right next door. And she just says, like, I don't know why. I just, I just was, I felt like I needed to stay home. And I did. And there was, there was people that, you know, when they were late for work for this and, and this or that, and they just had a hunch. I believe that's God. God stopped them and delayed them from being there. Mm -hmm. So they weren't inside of that building. God talks to everybody. And it's like you said, it's whether we choose to listen or not. Mm -hmm. God does speak. Agreed. He may not speak to all of us, like, you know, prophetically, like he does with me, but he speaks to all of his children all the time. I haven't always heard prophetic words, but I knew I was taught when I was, you know, younger in Christ where you go in your prayer closet, you have a notebook and you have a pen or a pencil and you start journaling and listening and just sitting still and being quiet. Most people think with, you know, prayer, you say everything that's wrong and then you walk out. No, it's spending time giving God his word back and, and, you know, praying. you can pray and say, Hey, this is what's going on. And then you stop and you listen. Mm -hmm. And, and people are like, are you hearing audible voice? I do not hear an audible voice. <laughs> I am not hear anything that's out here. I don't hear the audible voice. You don't I feel, tell people don't pray for it. Um, 
because God, if he wants to, he will do it. But it's a still small voice. And God says in his word that his sheep know his voice. That's why we have to be still and be quiet. But God is saying, just like what happened with Peter walking on the water, we have to stay focused on Jesus and not the storm around us. Mm. You know, Peter got up, he got out of that boat, he walked in the water, you know, he got out by faith and did it. But all of a sudden, then he was like, you know, the wind started, you know, getting worse. The waves started getting higher. And that's how he had this epiphany. I can't walk on the water when it's windy. And it's, you know, the waves are getting bigger. I could walk on the water when it's more calm, but I can't walk on the water when it's windy. And then he started to fall. What? He took his eyes off Jesus and he put his eyes on the storm. And since we're talking about the perfect storm, this is a good way of saying this, but we have to focus on Jesus and not the perfect storm. The perfect storm is for the enemy. The enemy is trying to use it to get your attention off God. God is saying, hey, I'm using this perfect storm against your enemies to destroy what they have done. Mm-hmm. And so we yes. just have to keep our eyes focused on Jesus so we don't get discouraged. And God will give us that strength. It will give us that peace we need to keep fighting. Because a lot of people, like I said earlier, they are we're battle weary. Yeah. And I always say, hey, the time of refreshing comes with the presence of the Lord. That's in uh, Acts chapter 3 and verse 19. And that's why we go in that time of the, in the presence of the Lord. And he will give us that refresh, the refreshing that we need. Just like you are in the battle in the military and you, you're on the front lines. You need a break. You know, everyone needs a break from battle. But God is saying, come to me. I will give you that rest. I will give you that peace so you can go back on the front line and be refreshed while in battle. And that's why we have an armor of God. That's why we have the name of Jesus. He's given us every tool and every weapon in this war that we're in, this battle that we're in. And we're going to win. And I tell people, God right. says he always causes a triumph. He doesn't make losers out of us. He <laughs> makes us winners. We're in the army of the Lord. And we have to know that the end of this war is victory. Amen. Amen. Couldn't have said it better. Amen. Um, we're, yeah, we're just over an hour here. Chris, uh, you got anything else, sir? No, sir. I'm. It was such a pleasure to meet you, Julie. I mean, Absolutely. we've been following you for a long time. This was... Uh, this was awesome. Um, so thank you for taking the time to uh, join us today and uh, hope to meet you in person one day. Maybe yeah. that'll happen. Maybe that'll yeah. happen. And thanks yeah. for having me on. It, it, it was really fun. I, I love, this is something that I love to do. I love talking about God and I love, you know, encouraging people. That's what he has me do is encouraging people because we, we are winning. Yeah. Even though it doesn't look like it, we are winning. And so I just want to let everybody know that we are winning. It may not look like it sometimes. It may not feel like it sometimes, but we're winning. And so thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak today. And uh, it was a pleasure meeting you both. Absolutely. We'll have to have you on again sometime in the future. Sure. I would love um, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if there's one thing I could ask for you, could you close us out in some prayer? Of course I can. Yes. <clears throat> awesome. Heavenly Father, right now in Jesus' name, first of all, I just want to thank and praise you for all the people that you are putting together, Father God, that have a voice that are getting out there and speaking the truth because the truth does set people free. So Heavenly Father, I just want to bless Israel and bless Chris and bless all their viewers. I want to thank and praise you for giving them an even greater following, Father God, 
that even more people are seeing the truth for what it really is. And they're taking their eye off the storm and they're putting their eye back on you. So I thank you, Father God, for the time of refreshing today for each and every person that needs that pick me up, that needs that strength because they are battle weary. We thank you, Father God, that you're giving them that joy right now. They're giving, you're giving them that peace. And also we thank you that blinders are being removed off more people's eyes. We're calling in a great awakening in this country. We're calling a great awakening in the body of Christ around the world that the sleeping giant, which is the body of Christ is awakened by the blood and by that name. And we are awakened to take back what is rightfully ours. That is this country. That is our freedoms. That is what we have been redeemed. Jesus has redeemed us our redemption rights. And so we thank you, father God, that people are starting to know exactly what you have already done, that we can take and receive the gifts you have already given to us. And so we praise and thank you that you are not letting the America, you're not letting this nation go because this is the only nation that was founded from the freedom to serve you. So we thank you for a rising of the nation that you have called it to be. We call the United, the United States united. We call the United States free. We call down this tyranny. We call the truth and every lie to be revealed right now by the blood of Jesus. We ask for protection of the whistleblowers. <clears throat> we thank you, Father God, that you are systematically taking and tearing down all the walls that the enemy have built up. And we will shout and decree and declare just like the walls of Jericho, that they are coming down. That these walls are coming down of all the things that were up against us. And we thank you and praise you for you are the great I am. And you are going to show the world who you really are. And we thank you that you are the same yesterday, today, and today and forever. And we thank you that you are the God who keeps your promises, that you are a God that cannot lie. And we thank you for letting us see what no eye has ever uh, seen and no, no ear has ever heard. And we thank you, Father God, for it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 And thanks, everybody, for coming out. Uh, make sure you go to Julie Green's uh, Rumble channel, and um, you can follow all our videos on there. You're on Telegram as well, uh, Julie Green. And... Yeah. Um, so we thank you again, Julie, for coming on. And we hope everyone has a wonderful day. And we'll see you guys tonight for our second show. <laughs> yeah. Have a good one, everybody.